Hey, Rockstars, Reggie Dawson, your host here for the Being On Stage podcast. Planning sucks. Can I say that? Can we say it together? Planning sucks. Why am I saying this? Well, for one, um, what first, this podcast is all about performing, performing on stage, improving your connection with your audience, building your fan base. But I got to tell you, I use my, I get my inspiration from everywhere. Today, it just happens to be from my daughter. Uh, we're switching to homeschool, uh, actually. Full homeschool. We're going to teach her ourselves, choose our own curriculum, and all that good stuff. But um, the planning piece of it is is quite the nightmare. I've never been the planning type of person. I mean, I, I used to plan here and there uh, when I did shows. And believe me, lesson learned. That's one of the reasons I do this podcast is to share the lessons that I've learned uh through 12, 15 years of performing, something like that, at least 15 years of performing. Uh, so I have lessons that I've learned. And now I also pull lessons in from all sorts of aspects of my life and, uh, you know, business, entrepreneurship, performing, uh, artists, quotes, philosophy. Today, it's homeschooling a 14 year old. So, oh, movie TVs. We also talk about that stuff too, movie and TV shows. So it comes from everywhere. Today, it happens to be from uh, planning my homeschool, my my sorry, my high schoolers homeschool curriculum. I don't know if you know anything about homeschool, but here uh, in Florida, where I live, we can homeschool our student as long as she is evaluated on a yearly basis, and we keep a portfolio uh, showing that she has done work in the all the you know the subjects that she is required to. We can transition her back into public school if we chose to. Um, we're thinking about doing that her senior year just so she gets that full senior year experience, but we don't know what the world's going to be like in three years, let's be honest. So planning this has been, oh my God, I, I, I'm telling you, I just cracked open to start planning it last night and I already wish I started in June because it's July 24th, by the way. The reason why is because there are so many planners to choose from. There's free planners, do-it-yourself planners, create yourself... You know, create your own pages, buy pages, uh, all sorts of different stuff. And there's all sorts of different ways you can do it. You can block it out by day. You can block it out by hour. You can have mornings and afternoons. You can have, you know, I don't, I can't even describe how many options there are to plan stuff. Now, if you're a planning type person, if this is something that if you plan, like I, I work with a girl and she is obsessed with planners. I mean, she plans, she, she tells me, she's like, my friend's cannot even understand the level of planning that I enjoy. Like they just don't get it. Like she's, she's like that. Like that's, she's very Valley girl. But anyways, um, yeah. So planning's not really my thing, but I have to do this for my daughter's high school. My wife has to help. And neither of us are really the let's bust out the planner and schedule our everyday type of people. That's one of the reasons you send your, you know, that's a positive. I'm not one of the reasons, but that's a positive of why your kid goes to school because the teachers will plan it all. Well, homeschool, we're the teachers. And it started reminding me of when I used to plan my shows and how stressful it could be to come up with something to do on stage. Now, first first point I'm going to make on this podcast is the execution of your show, your performance when you're actually on stage in front of the audience, that is everything. But it is half of everything if you don't have a plan. And, you know, rehearsing what you do, like if you're a singer, songwriter, musician, uh, band, uh, dancer, juggler, comedian, 
you know, rehearsing what you're going to sing or what you're going to play or what you're going to say uh, or how you're going to, you know, the choreography, that's, that's one thing. But planning the actual performance, planning the show aspect of it, that's completely different. And that takes, that takes a little bit of work and a little bit of effort and honestly, some sit down and think. I'm not sure if that sentence made sense, but I think you get me by now. <laughs> if you don't get me by now, it's, it's okay. You will. I grow on people. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm planning out this homeschool and, and I'm, first of all, I'm looking at this huge thing. Like she's doing six or six classes. I think we're doing the first semester. Um, and you know, five days a week and eight hours a day. So it's, I don't know if it's eight hours. It's probably like six hours a day, truthfully, because you know, she's not a full-time employee. She's a student. So I think it's like five or six hours a day, actually. But it's, you know, I'm looking at this whole big picture and it's like, oh my God, I have to schedule these six classes into these. What if she takes more time on this class? And I realized I'm probably overthinking it a little bit. I'm looking at this huge picture. And we do this too as a performance, you know. If you're if you're going on stage for 15 minutes, I'm just going to start small, start small, 15 minutes, five minutes even. You're going on stage for a certain amount of time. It's very easy to get overwhelmed by how am I going to fill 15, how am I going to fill 20 minutes, a half an hour, an hour? How am I going to fill that time? What am I going to do to entertain people for that length of time? And it's really helpful and almost therapeutic. And I'm realizing this now to take a step back and piece it out. You know, d divide and conquer is a is a true thing, and it's not just when you're working with a group. It's also when you're working with yourself. With yourself, um, it's like having a project at work or something. You know, you don't you don't look at the whole thing you have to do. You look at the end product, and then you piece out how you're going to get there, and you do it a little bit at a time. Same thing with a performance. Same thing with this homeschool thing. I got to look at it one course at a time, one day at a time, one thing at a time. You got to look at your performance as you know, if you're doing more than one number, let's say you're doing 15 minutes, five, four numbers, we'll call it that. Whether you're dancing, whatever, it's 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. 10 minutes is probably, we'll do 10 minutes. I'm sorry, I'm indecisive today. So we'll do 10 minutes. So you got 10 minutes on stage, piece it out. You know, even if you're doing just one song, whether it's choreography or even if you're just doing a five minute set as a comedian or a speaker, whatever it is, even if it's that short, Piece it out. What what do you want the beginning to look like? How do you want the middle to feel? Where's your where's your power? Where's your climax of your set? You know, where's that gonna fit in? What how are you going to make that the climax? I've always find it helpful to locate the climax and start there. That's where I usually start my plan is so I would listen to a song probably two and three times. And you really only you you should really it shouldn't take you long to figure out where your climax is. If you can't figure out where your climax of your show is, chances are you don't have one and you will need to create one somehow. Um so in music, music's the best music's probably the best example I can give. In music, it's that point in the song where it's just like boom. It's it's the it's the it's usually after the bridge. Uh, usually the bridge leads up to the climax or it's just before the bridge. It's one of those, one of those two. It's right around the, and it, for those of you that don't study music, it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. I think maybe 
whatever you get it's verse chorus verse chorus and then the bridge and then something happens usually a key change or something like that uh amplifies it and for dancers same thing you usually the dancer is performing to music so you have to use the same thing comedians it's normally like your the end of your joke your climax is usually the end comedians speakers same thing your climax is probably about five minutes before the end because then you start wrapping it up and everything but that that climax is that point when your audience goes whoa that's what you want that's what you want so i started my i started the climax of the show and i work backwards how am i going to get there what am i going to do in the beginning actually i don't work backwards i go from the climax to the beginning and then i fit the two together and i usually try to have something interesting happen between there whether it's you know an interaction with the audience whether it's a certain um, interaction with some anyone else on stage with you it, but trying to have something interesting happen between your beginning and your climax like that's where things get entertaining because when you start at your beginning of your show that's that's where you want to introduce yourself so it's got to be a little powerful and then your climax is the point that really leaves them going oh my god I need more of this okay Everything in between is a build, is a connection between the two. So you should be powerful in the beginning and then kind of start a little bit lower and then continue to build towards that climax and then that's the big explosion of the whole set. So as you're planning this out, you, you have to plan those things. You have to plan what you're going to do in the beginning to introduce yourself to, to this, is your, this is your first impression with your audience. You, know? you, you have to kind of have a little plan for how that's going to work. And then I... I like to plan out at least half of what's in between, but I, there's also something to spontaneity and it's very authentic to not have everything, every second planned out. Now, obviously if you're a dancer, that may not be the case. Um, a comedian, same thing may not be the case, but even, even comedians and speakers, you know, it's, it's really good to have some sort of improvisation on stage and you'll feel it. And the best thing I can tell you is when you feel like there should be some, an extra word here, or maybe you should hit the note a little higher, or maybe you should let the audience, whatever you're, whatever you're feeling as improvisation on stage, don't shy away from it because that's your creative self in real time wanting to step out into the light. So don't sh don't shy away from that improvisation. You'll feel it on stage. Oh, you will absolutely. If you've planned at least half of your set the way I'm telling you to, you will feel the improvisation come out on stage. And I'm not saying to switch completely to improvisation, but it's okay to improv for, you know, five, ten seconds or so and then get back to what you've planned because you have two you have two creatives in you okay you have the planning creative which is the vision and then there's also the real-time creative and that's the one that wants to come out and the improvisation so right now i'm focused on more of the vision creative but i also don't want you to be afraid to let that real-time creative improv guy or girl or woman come out um so a few tips to help you get started in your planning is you know i mentioned at the beginning step back piece it out look at that climax first find your climax how do you want the beginning to be what are you going to fill that space in between with those are some questions just to ask yourself now for me when i was also planning it i would take into consideration what i'm going to look like so my outfit that i'm going to wear that's that's another part of planning is wh what is the audience going to see on stage what is the audience going to feel on stage and 
do not be afraid to step back during rehearsal and actually sit and write. <gasps> what? Sit and write? Yes, yeah, sit and write like you're actually planning something, like an outline of an essay almost. You remember outlines. You hated them. We all hated them. Brainstorming, outlines, rough drafts, all that crap for essays. That's kind of what you have to do for performing, though. You know, I used to sit at a table and just listen to this, listen to music, that usually the songs I was performing, over and over and over again. And I would jot down like a timeline almost what was going to happen when. There were gaps for improvisation. Yes, I planned my improvisation most of the time. But when I got on stage, I knew what was going to happen. And it, although I was nervous, and you will be too, because being nervous, it means that you care about what you're about to do, first of all. It doesn't mean you have an, an acute sense of stage fright. It means that you care about what you're going to do and what you're putting out there. And you should care. But although I was nervous, and you will be too, I was confident in what I was about to do because I had it planned. And I'd go over it in my head and over and over and over again and everything. But it was planned, and I knew what I looked like, and I knew what the audience was going to see. I knew what I was going to make them feel, and it was all there. And that's what you need to do. And listen, if you need a little help planning your next show or if you want to set off and plan your career, let's work together. Hit me up on my calendar. Jump on uh, beingonstage.com slash calendar. I'll call you, and by the time we get done talking, you'll have at least a solid plan and some motivation to to get you started. You know, I want to. That's that's what I do. I I coach performers to improve their performance. I'm gonna work on my what I do slogan, but that's the gist of it. I coach performers to improve their performance on stage. That's it. Boom. So, hit me up. Let's work together. Let's get this going and get you planning. Because that's what it's all about. Plan, plan, plan. I mean, it's not really all about planning. It's it's all about entertaining your audience and enjoying what you do. But planning is a big part of it. So with that, I'm going to leave you and say, keep on shining.